We're going back to the Truett Insurance and Bonding Hotline, and let's talk with Jimmy. Hey, Jimmy. Jimmy Sharp. Hello. Hey, good morning. How are you? Uh, man, I've been fired up to talk to you. Uh, y'all are the first legal booze yeah. hounds in the state uh, down at uh, John Emerald Distilling Company in Opelika. And yeah. uh, I stopped by and sure. talked with Jimmy, of, I don't know, a month or so ago. Super good guy. And I can't wait to hear y'all's story and how y'all kind of got this stuff going and, and what all you have going on. So tell us about it. Yeah, hello. Tell us. Yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah, me and my father started John Emerald Distilling Company about It'll be, well, it's ten years. It'll be ten years in March. Wow! So we're wow. really excited to hit hit that uh, a ten year mark. It feels like a like maybe we're going to make it at ten years. You well, know? I tell you <laughs> what, ten years into it, man, you got some good looking t shirts that I got one of last time I was down there. Uh, so you know those things are great. The and brand is established. The place is very cool looking, and uh, you know I guess y'all are kind of the trendsetters. You know, there's more of of the the, the distilleries around sure. the state have popped up, but. Um, I mean, it's it's really a unique story. So how did you know? How did you get into it or decide this is something you want to do? Yeah, well, it's not, it's something I started in, got interested in whiskeys uh, while studying my family history, which is Scottish. So you can't learn about Scotland without learning about Scotch. <laughs> yeah, right, right, right. And uh, uh, so that's kind of how I got interested in whiskey in the first place. And then my father and I just kicked around the idea. We have a, a joke. We have a, a, our our family curses. We don't dare start a hobby, or we're gonna try to wreck it by opening a business <laughs> right right yeah. take the fun right but, out of it that's right but but now obviously, obviously we're still having a lot of fun though but um and that was true in this case we we just kind of got more and more interested in it and sort of think we could do this we could you know do the whatever and then um i traveled a lot from my old job so i was on the road probably three weeks out of every month mm. and so when i started having a family um I, I decided i needed to get off the road and we kind of said well this is as good a reason as any to pull the trigger and go ahead and open up the distillery or, or, you know, execute on the idea anyway. So, uh, so we said, let's go for it. And we started hunting for a location and, uh, I got a, a short internship, kind of informal inter- internship in Scotland at a place called Springbank in Campbellton, Scotland. So I got to go over there and train and, oh, cool. um, and then my father and I went to lots of different, uh, training courses and seminars and workshops, things all anything we could find all over the U S to go and, 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 and kind of, build up our chops and then when we figured we'd learned enough we said let's let's do it and we started hunting for a location and discovered opalica and really liked it and um and thought it was you know great town a lot of a lot of a lot of energy going on a lot of growth so we thought it'd be good to be kind of plugged into that and, sure and then here we are and it just so happened that when we opened we were at the time there was one other distillery that's no longer no longer exists that had opened right about the same time um they went out they went out of business they they um, unfortunately made made a moonshine product there's not a lot of not a lot of um <laughs> they're not a big market for that not a lot of big market for it yeah, yeah. <laughs> i think there's a well, you there's know, the illusion is a lot of big market for it because of some of these moonshine shows but there's just not a lot of market for it in, in reality well thinking um, of your uh thinking of your location man you're in a great spot like uh you know auburn opelika is booming down oh, there sure. downtown opelika is beautiful historic downtown y'all yeah. are right there you got the brewery next door to you uh anybody that's out looking for a weekend trip this is a great place to go uh check out and and kind of see and learn you get to learn stuff while you're there and like you were talking about doing this internship how did i mean i i know you had to look it up and all but i mean how did you find out about that and then decide man i'm actually going over there and doing this and is are there other places that do it or is scotland just home base for it or uh what went into that 
uh, line of well, thinking? Well, that was a little bit of a – it was, like I said, it was an informal internship in that I went there for a – was like an – this is sort of put on a kind of one-week immersion experience kind of thing where you went oh, there okay. and you did, and you got to – you know, it was for anybody could sign up to, to do it. I just happened – when I was there, I just sort of befriended the head distiller, and I was like, what if I just – Hung around a little while. And your, said, your participation was more strategic, huh? Yeah, they said, "Sure, come on." You could, you could say they were very gracious. They said, "Yeah, you could stay as long as you want and work." <laughs> and you know, well, and they they didn't they opened any door to me I wanted to see, and they, you know, they were they didn't. They, it was great. It was a great experience in general, and it was kind of like going back to the motherland of whiskey. So, yeah, in a lot of ways, well, folks, you're, you're listening was, to a lot of fun. You're listening to Truett News Radio. We are on the air right now with Jimmy Sharp, co-owner and head distiller at the John Emerald Distilling Company in Opelika, Alabama. And, you know, all these things we're talking about, your your informal strategic insertion into that group there and then everything you could find around here reminds you and, and, and informs us as civilians that there is a science to this distilling, correct? Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Well, well, will y'all do anything like I know, uh, I mean, again, nearby, you know, Auburn University sitting there and they've got that new uh, Tony Rain uh, mm-hmm. center that, that actually – uh, if I understand it right there, they actually have, uh, I, I don't know if studies or maybe a degree in some, in distilling and then the, uh, do you, do, are y'all involved in that or do y'all have any kind of participation? They have a degree, they have a degree in brewing. Um, they don't have a degree in distilling. I, I've, I've had a few conversations with, with a, a, a few different, uh, people at the university about, uh, trying to potentially adding a distilling course yeah, to go yeah, along sure. to go with the brewing school, which I, I would, I would love to do. That would be cool. Um, I consulted with them a little bit. They're, they are putting in a distilling lab, and I consulted with them a bit on the, you know, acquiring the equipment and that kind of thing. And I've done a couple um, continuing education classes there at the Rain Center, which is a beautiful facility. It's it's unbelievable. Um, it's going to be really cool for the. Oh, it I is think for the yeah. culinary for the whole state, really, just for that yeah. whole culinary scene. Oh, it's it seems singular to me what they what's got what's going on in Auburn, even as it relates then to the you know the Laurel and and that whole program. Uh, as I go back to the distilling, and I mentioned, of course, it's a science. As you came out of that, Jimmy, did you have sort of an idea of all the things that I've learned here? I'd like for our first product to have this particular flavor profile. I mean, how, how, once you were armed with some of that information, and now you got to go execute. What does that look like? Oh well, the, yeah. Then the next step is really just hunting for you know. It's it's harder than you think to source than people. Sure. Than I, well, it's harder than I thought initially to, to you know source all the right ingredient, and that's you know that's so critical to have the starting with the best possible grain and the be, you know the best, to get the flavor you want. And sure. you can do all the great distilling in the world if you start with subpar materials. You're going to get you know you're still going to have subpar um, product and. One thing we're really proud of right now is everything we make is made with Alabama-grown product. Oh, that's neat. With the except we have making agave spirit that that we're not getting agave from Alabama, but everything else, <laughs> not is our, 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 our even our malt, our our barley is grown in uh, a farm. Well, there's actually two farms. One's in North Alabama, one's in South uh, Tennessee. But at least you know roughly half of the uh, barley is grown in Alabama. Um, and then all our corns, all our wheat, all our rye, everything's Alabama. Yeah. So we're really, really proud of that. How do y'all uh, How do y'all deal with distribution? It looks like, you know, you got a lot of locations where uh, people can buy it. First, tell us about where all people can get it. And then, yeah. uh, you know, how do you go about that? Do you, do you oversee that or do you have a team member that is, you know, uh, 
tasked with getting it to uh, out into the marketplace, or how does that work? We that's probably our 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 I don't know our maybe blind spot. I yeah. guess you know for the company we spent the first ten years so focused on production. That's what we're trying to get a little. I'm trying to improve myself on the distribution side and and the sales side and that kind of thing. Um, but we have Alabama's a control state, so that that gets challenging. Sure. Um, because it's sort of like having the the DMV run your uh, distribution chain, um, but it, it, which is, I mean, it, they do a, they do a fine job, and for the most part, but the system's a little antiquated, and it, it comes with some challenges. And I mean, if you use it right, there's ways to turn it to your advantage as well. Um, but it, it makes it; it's not really designed for small, like boutique products, which I think we would fall under yeah. at our current scale. Um, it's designed for larger brands only because when it was when it was designed as a as a system, that's all that existed was large, he, you know, heavily marketed, heavily distributed products. Sure, that makes um, sense. Yeah. So, and, and and they do they do what they can on the product management side to help us, you know, overcome that. And but like I said, the system itself just kind of built. It's got some built in uh, hurdles, I, I guess I should say. Um, but uh, we're so we, we have to handle that directly as far as working with ABC to get product to their main warehouse in Montgomery, and we deliver weekly there. Then they distribute it out from there okay. to the different to the different. And so you can find our products at ABC, most ABC stores. Um, we have kind of a, a core brand, what they call listed codes or listed products. That's like our single malt whiskey, our spice rum, our, our purveyors bourbon, and purveyor um, our. Um, Two S Gin and our Elizabeth Vodka; those are all pretty, pretty available all over um, at most ABC stores. And then private stores can buy from ABC, and some of those stores carry a lot more of our more uh, wholesale only codes. Like we have a fig uh, fig liqueur oh, that we're wow. that's been real, a new thing, which was officially the world's best fig liqueur because it's apparently the world's only fig liqueur. <laughs> we're, we're, Hey, best is best, man. I'll take it. Well, that's interesting to me. I, I, you know, here, uh, the way that this started, I thought maybe you only had whiskey, uh, but you have a wide variety of offerings into all the different areas. Yeah. Yeah. The, the tasting room, we had to start a tasting room in Opelika has, you know, functions a lot like a bar, um, for a lot of days of the week. And that's a big part of our revenue stream to the, the revenue from that bar, um, you know, funds a lot of the growth. I mean, what, financially, distillery is really tough because you have to, you know, especially whiskey, it's because you're, you're laying down the whiskey and you're paying now to, to fill the barrels and the, all the expense of that, but you're not going to see it for four plus years right. to be able to sell it. Yeah, that makes so sense, sure. It's, uh, you know, it's a tough, it's a, it makes it a little bit of a tough strain on cash flow or whatnot. So that bar is critical. But in Alabama, the, with the, the way the license structured, we can only sell at our bar what we manufacture at that location. Yeah. So we, um, because of that, we kind of tinker with different, like for instance, vodka is a good example. We never, we never intended to distribute vodka initially. We thought, Oh, there's so much vodka in the market. It's like probably not a, a good enough. It's probably not, not worth getting there or sticking our nose into that market, but we want to make some for the bar to have a fuller, you know, just fuller bar experience in general. Yeah. But, um, then we entered. We entered a competition in 2018 with the American Distilling Institute, and it was like a if you entered one more product, you got like a bulk deal. So we thought, oh, we'll throw we'll throw the vodka in there and see how sure. it does. And it ended up winning best vodka in the country. Oh wow! Uh, 
best of cats. We're like, well, I guess we distribute vodka now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right. Right, well, well, hey, man, we got to uh, pack up and run uh, to get to the end of the show, but uh, really appreciate yeah. you coming on. How can people find out about you? What's the website? Uh, com. Yeah, and everybody look for it at the ABC stores and uh, at Linnell's and some other places around the state. Uh, super good product and a really cool place. If you're in that area, go down and check it out. Yeah, go to Opelika. Right, right. Have a great rest of your weekend. Thanks. Y'all do the same. All right. All take right, care, yeah. Jimmy. Yeah. Jimmy Bye-bye. Sharp, the co-owner, head distiller of John Emerald Distilling Company in Opelika.